metronome. I the hate metronome. It. God damn it! All right, hey, you're you're listening to a. Um, this is a bonus episode of, uh, bonus. of Infinity License. What uh, we're literally sitting in, in Brian's kitchen right now, and um, we are uh, about to record our uh, official episode. But we started getting in a conversation about Bitcoin because it's having an insane week. I don't know the next time we're going to get to talk about it. And so, uh, in the true spirit of the the way this podcast started, we're like, let's just press, press record and continue to have this conversation. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, let's let's just talk about cryptos because. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone in the world is trying to get their head around what exactly is going on in Bitcoin. So, Brian, I didn't know this, but you actually read the white paper in 2008. Yeah, in 2008. Because I was an asshole college student, I said, hey, that's a cool idea, and then didn't mind Bitcoin. I read the white paper in 2008 when all the crazy stuff... I was studying economics at Fordham University. I was like, this is a really cool idea. This is a brilliant idea. It was being passed around. I was, I was very deep into, I was very depressed and I was very into the financial news sector. So it was like basically that 2008 and 2009 was me drinking a lot and sitting on my computer and reading as much as I could about the financial collapse. I don't know if you're trying to get undepressed, reading about finance in 2008 and 2009 is a bad way to do it. Hey, look, you know, some of us, Lenny, we choose the dismal science for a reason and uh, (laughs) because we're dismal people at heart. Um, and so I read that. And then the, so on these financial news blogs, a couple of them started talking about Bitcoin. The Satoshi white paper was being passed around. And I was like, this is awesome. This is a really cool idea. This could be revolutionary. I should totally mine these. I have the computer to do it. And then I was like, oh, hey, John, you want to just go like shotgun some beers? <laughs> and I forgot to do it. <laughs> just go drink at Muggsy's. So yeah, exactly. With, so then, uh, yeah. Suits. Yeah, I'll go hang out with suits on Arthur Ave. But, That's uh, the guy who knows about finances. Dude, if you had actually started mining Bitcoin back then, that would have actually made Fordham worth it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good oh, point. Crazy thought. Uh, I would have not been still paying them. <laughs> but so, and, and we, we both, I mean, I, I knew of, I found out about it way later after that, but you're saying that now you're actually going to getting concerned. Well, I'm concerned because, and what you were alluding to before we pressed record, and Seamus is just playing with his bone, um, before you pressed record was, and I think this is the most salient point, where all these people from Gawker, or a lot of people, a lot of leftist critics of Bitcoin too, a lot of people are coming out against it. I mean, the energy consumption concern is a legitimate concern about how much energy the network and the mining networks take up. But all, all of a sudden, all these people that are like paid to be public intellectuals, or even Jamie Dimon and Warren Buffett and Carl Icahn, were all saying it's a Ponzi scheme and are like, oh, they... I mean, they don't they don't understand what this technology is or they do understand the technology and they have to save face because they can't like Jamie Dimon can't say that, like he can't say that Bitcoin is legit because it's also saying that a huge portion of like J.P. Morgan Chase's business in the back back office of J.P. Morgan Chase uh, is is going to be obsolete in the next like 10 to 15 years. Well, not years. necessarily. I mean, if you like someone was telling me recently um, why a mutual fund is still a good, a good I mean, you can invest in, in normal traditional vehicles and they can invest in crypto that, oh yeah, yeah. And, and and jp morgan is i mean originally J- jamie diamond said he wasn't going to let anyone invest in in bitcoin That's and then <laughs> well well they are now yeah exactly. and, and you know a matter of weeks later they can't afford and, not uh, to well that's the other thing what you're talking about about like uh you know the whether whether it's a mutual fund or exchange traded fund kind of market or a traditional fund like roth iras 403bs 401ks Oh, when I tell people that I'm like into Bitcoin, they're like, you got to diversify, man. I'm like, look, I have other normal money. Like I just have, I got into Bitcoin early, like, like earlier than everybody else did. And, and also the thing that we said before the, that we started recording was I'm like, look, people are like, you should just trade it in now. It's at its all time high. I'm like, yeah, okay. I could walk away with a decent sum of money right now, but I could also then just be like, 
this could just revolutionize the way we store value in a currency. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it, totally. And I, I, the other thing we were talking about was like, the reason why I'm very confident in Bitcoin as a concept is that I, I think that the people, the, all, all anything is it that you're trading is a is a convention right? right english is a convention i mean we could decide to start speaking a language the the idea that something is nothing is bullshit and it it, it belies if you think that gold is traded for its intrinsic value as right. a as you know a, an electronic con, a conductor that's you're, you're insane i think that bitcoin could very much be the next flight to safety um you know, they've already we we lived through them downgrading the a, a U.S. Treasury bond. Yeah. You know, um, gold is now kind of getting pushed pushed aside as uh, this um, you know end all be all uh, safety asset, safe asset. Uh, there's no reason why all of the sort of marginal, uh, fringy institution, but but institutional and sort of shared trust that's put in that couldn't be put in some other really, really high-value, low-volume uh, payment rail. Uh, not even rail, but just pay, store, of, store of value like Bitcoin. Yeah. And I think that the people, the, the biggest risk to it right now in, this, in the middle of this insane bubble, and just for context, the reason we're talking about this is because Bitcoin has uh, gone through a number of spikes. It is right now going through like what what is by far the most exciting spike uh, that and, and the largest, uh, most voluminous, and most valuable in its history. The 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 reason that it is, I think, is because they're, they just legalized uh, futures trading on it. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of uh, institutional money, a lot of dumb money coming in, yeah. right? Both at the same time. Yeah. And then when that happens, it's scaring away people. But I think that, you know, like, whereas I totally am skeptical that the stock market run is going to continue just because it never has, and there's plenty of precedent yeah. for that. I really think that the people, Bitcoin is, I think it's different. And I think that um, the people that are holding it, there's, you know, there's a revelation recently that like a thousand people own 40% of Bitcoin. But I think that all those people are true believers of the future, this, the future of this thing as a currency. The thing that I likened it to was in the wake of the fall of the Soviet Union, um, the origin of the Russian oligarchs that we have today is basically that there was a set group of sort of proto-industrialists that knew what capitalism was. They knew what equity was. They were able to buy it from people that didn't understand it so that these formerly national entities were privatized in a really, um, uh, like, uh, like um, incestuous way, well, yeah, incestuous and criminal, like uh, essentially like gangsterish kind of way. Yeah, totally. Yeah, like so, cro crony, like cronyism, and and just people that were able to. I mean, that's why so much of the you know the, like Russian we associate the Russian government, Russian business with also like criminal enterprise and like shady, shady business because they're like, that's just the culture. Of the yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Everything they do. Well, they're, they're the culture, but the people it, well, in that culture where they're also able, the people who are the best at it were able to be like, Oh, okay. I can really screw over a lot of people and also just like corner a, a bit of a market and make myself. But I think a, a huge part of it was the fact that they understood it. Like if you don't know how, um, if you don't know how equity works and someone says, I'm going to pay you cash. Dude, that's how the Brooklyn housing market works. Yeah. People that are in debt, 
you know, they, they're sitting on a brownstone somewhere in yeah. Bed-Stuy and, and like the landlords will pay someone to go to those buildings and say, hey, I'll give you uh, $200,000 in cash today. Yeah. You know, yeah. just all you got to do is sign over. And people, and that's in America, that's in New York yeah. City. Yeah. People in, you know, perestroika era Russia had no idea what the fuck they were sitting right. on with it. With and so the, my point is, is that when there's a huge paradigm shift, it, being on the inside and, and, and understanding the, the concept pays. And I think that when I see things like Hamilton Nolan from Gawker saying, people are spending money on something that doesn't exist, I'm like, holy shit, they don't get it. They yeah. genuinely do not understand this because a dollar doesn't exist. Right. Even if it was a, 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 a um, hard backed gold dollar, that even that doesn't exist. Right. It's all just a shared convention. And there's no reason Bitcoin couldn't be that. Well, do you think that's, that's why I think, and that's what kind of I, a moment I had when you're saying, I, I guess that was simultaneously made me scared and also kind of like, holy, I feel validated a little bit. And, you know, the value of Bitcoin could drop precipitously tomorrow. And that, that'd be that that's also a possibility that I'm not saying I don't think it will, but it could. I'm not saying that could happen or I'm not saying that will happen. The What you're pointing out is that like these people that are like you're saying public intellectuals, people on all sides, like conservative, liberal people, commentators from all corners, whether they're in business or, or free enterprise or just people that are like, oh, look at these like crazy nerds. But you and I just this Bitcoin was kind of cut out for guys like you and I were like, we're interested in reading about Federal Reserve and monetary policy. So it's like this kind of thing where it's it starts out as this experiment in how money works and you're like oh my god actually like this is a this is a legitimate like th like this is a legitimate way forward this is a thing that could actually like revolutionize what we do and and we also understand that like you said that money money is essentially money is is a co convention and was only as good as we have faith in it and it certainly the american dollar has a lot of value to it in the sense that it's like a global um it's a global reserve currency. Um, it's a petrodollar. It's a petrodollar. It, it, Which so could it, change. Yeah. Well, that's. I think that's going to be the real interesting moment. It's like, that's what I tried to say when I was talking to somebody about it at a party this weekend. I'm like, the real interesting moment isn't when we're talking about how many dollars could you trade your Bitcoin in right now. It's the when that like is inverse if some if there's some kind of runaway problem with the dollar like when where this is like runaway escapism from the dollar the dollar depreciates in value to the point of where you're like well when like the the script has flipped like that's yeah. like that, that's where this well that's is why in yeah. that i mean there are bitcoin miners in venezuela where they have free energy yeah uh actually apparently they got that's Damn how the government socialist well that's how the government cracks down on them is they can see the spikes in energy yeah. and they're like yeah. oh you're mining china's had to outlaw it because you know after years of depreciating their currency people are like hey we're gonna use this international you know uh in zimbabwe remember the price of a bitcoin was double what it was anywhere else in the world because there was such a great demand for it um and stuff like that you know one of the stuff like that it's easy to imagine a route to bitcoin becoming an authentic means of uh purchase yeah um i think that they have to iron out some stuff i mean like there's you know some of these new protocols like the the, the lightning network and light well yeah lightning and and that's like uh lightning is uh what the the uh, small block traditionalists are promoting as um, like you know we don't have, we have no idea if that's going to work yeah. because there, there has to be a quicker way to to actually transact. Um, I actually saw an interesting thing that um, apparently some people are hopeful that Bitcoin is going to end up being a very sparsely used uh, kind of low low volume high value um, means of payment, the same akin to uh, how banks used to send each other gold bars to settle obligations. Yeah. Um, which 
is sort of suspect to me because I think that um, you, you need to have people actually use it. You need to have people. I mean, yeah. like gold, the problem, the, the reason that doesn't work for me is because gold, even in, when banks were sending it to each other, it was still the same unit of account that people were paying taxes in right. and paying for yeah. houses in. If Bitcoin is just used as a just just one currency um, that, uh, you know, it's just a high value currency, I, d- I don't see how that's how it retains its value. Um, you know, another thing I was thinking, though, that related to this, um, the question as we proceed into this world and there's, and, you know, ICOs all the time and there's basically we're replacing nation states as the default um, originator of currency with kind of these like online communities, which yeah. is like the way that the world's always been going. We've all, I've known for like years that we're probably headed towards a world where we start to self-organize online into like proto you yeah. know countries yeah. based on shared interests or whatever. And so it makes sense that they're starting to now be currencies with this and that there's going to be exchange between, you know, these, you know, these different currencies. But so one of the things that people are concerned about is what, where is the traction going to find Bitcoin? What, what use is it going to start to be putting, getting put towards? And I think the answer is that it's not a binary thing. It's not like, oh, uh, now the underbanked in Africa are going to be, you know, using Bitcoin. So now it's real. Yeah. I think that we're going to start or one way we could do it is to start viewing it the way that you view like a, a piece of equities. Um, earnings, right? Yeah. Like if you have like a price to earnings ratio, oh, yeah. it's basically the uh, judging the optimism per dollar earned. Yeah. You know, how many dollars do I think you're going to earn versus how many have you earned? And so it's not a binary thing. It's it's a ratio. It's a yeah. measure. Yeah. And so I think that with these currencies, especially in this transition phase over the next you know foreseeable decades, if they actually take off, we can measure traction that way like how much is being you know people can use bitcoin more this week than next week it, it can fluctuate and so that can be the basis um usage can be an actual real life practicality can be the basis of um of trading it basically in the value of the currency yeah i think i think that's actually that is the most salient and reasonable way i think or realistic way i think of a future of bitcoin being this kind of price to equity kind of uh asset because yeah, like for the reasons you said, it's also if I pay you, look, look if I if you and I bought di- like dinner and I paid you in Bitcoin, the, by the time you and I started eating that dinner, like the volatility in the market is is too much. So it's like it doesn't make sense that I would send you, I could send you point two Bitcoin, and it's like I just paid you forty dollars for a twenty dollar meal, um, and. and uh, so I, I agree. And also the fact that the transactions like the I mean, it's something that they're trying to fix right now with the lightning network or other like processing transactions faster. It's like you're not going to pay for a cup of coffee with Bitcoin and wait like five minutes for your transaction to clear. Like that's just not going to happen. You know, maybe there are other cur- cryptocurrencies that will come along that like move it, like have a different, uh, you know, network and, and move differently. Um, but but it's something to be considered. I, I just think I'm curious, though, kind of shifting gears back to like the. The, the guy from Gawker, who was it that said Hamilton that? Nolan. Hamilton Nolan. No, Hamilton Nolan. Or like other people, like, I mean, a lot of the guys, uh, a lot of the people on Twitter, like left-wing Twitter, are super, they're all coming, like, trying to make ironic, weird jokes about Bitcoin right now. I'm like, oh boy, like, there's a reason why you guys are, <laughs> do not understand markets. <laughs> like, uh, and, you know, people who I'm generally sympathetic to, but I'm like, oh, you, uh, you guys, nobody understands this. And it's like, okay, yeah, if you just did a little bit of homework, you could see and and understood a basic 
basic monetary system, you'd be like, oh, wow, I can see the value in this. It's, it, it, I can see why this is, this is worthwhile, even to throw a small, if you, if you want to put 50 bucks into the Bitcoin game, like, why would you not do that right now? <laughs> like, why would it, like, I mean, now know. they are. So like yeah. now that it's becoming a little bit more institutionally accepted, they are. And I think that they do it because it's seen as like this neck beardy thing. Yeah. Uh, like Tom McKay, a uh, recent guest on the podcast, once uh, interviewed a, um, a Bitcoin, uh, like some operation. And he he characterized the guy as like, Bitcoin is the future currency. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it's this weird, like, you know, seasetting. By the way, Peter Thiel recently said that he has given up on his seasetting dream. See, we got we to gotta do an episode about seasetting. Well, you, it's no longer a thing. I know, but you were you were so into the idea. I mean, I not really. I, was, I thought you said I, it was going to work. <laughs> no, no, no. I was joking. Oh, okay. I, the yeah. only thing that would have worked about seasetting was... Uh, you know, when uh, Mencius Moldbug finds himself on the seastead and he's like, I think we should have a king. And everyone <laughs> says, uh, no. And he's like, um, I'm probably just going to be a slave then, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, th- that would have been a just, you know, like, Seastead read cannibalism. <laughs> right. I was gonna say, like, how did they, how did they, did they have like a water desalinization program or something like that? How did they, I think they uh, figured they were gonna? I mean, water desalinization exists. It's just but can't it's, work it's at so scale. Ener- it's so energy intensive that like, they can actually drag. Um, they can drag uh, water like a membrane behind them in the ocean and desalinate it that uh, way. The problem with water desalinization is that it doesn't work at scale. Like you can't. Like it takes an enormous amount of energy to boil. Literally boiling the ocean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, that's a different. We're, thing, we're doing that right now with our cars. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Um, but oh, and then and about the energy consumption thing, I don't really buy that. Uh, like, first of all, if there's one thing that I would want to put money on getting cheaper, it's energy. I mean, yeah, I think that energy is going to get more efficient. I also think that Bitcoin is going to get more efficient. Um, I mean, there's all there's already active. First of all, the amount of coins available to be processed is going to go down right um it's that's well, it's going to have the same sorry to interrupt you but it's going to have the same problem that oil has where it's there'll be essentially it's the price break to mining or drilling ratio where you're like okay it'll start to be something. well that's why when bitcoin was after mount gox and all this stuff went went down and like when the, there was a crash in the bitcoin market the bitcoin miners went away and the energy being consumed by it was because you're like okay well we can't justify the amount of energy we're spending on mining mining this or somebody some enterprising person was like well if we do this long enough it'll pay off so you know like but yeah so anyway so not and, there, and there's also going to be there's going to be changes to i mean there have to be because of the problems we're talking about with the um how impractical it is to actually remit payments in it yeah there's going to end up being um you know some probably pretty big changes to the protocol to the code that that don't require it to be so inefficient um i just don't see how that can't happen so the idea that like this one thing is taking up uh you know more power than morocco and its environmental disaster and stuff motherfucker stop flying you know you know cross-continental right and you know if you're worried about energy like there's a lot of uses or of energy, and there's a lot of sources of energy that we have. Anyone that has taken into. a fucking uh, carnival cruise yeah. has the car, the cruise ship. We could we could solve the, the carnival cruise ships of the world if we just shut down cruises. That would <laughs> that, I'm not kidding. That would save way more in in CO2 emissions than any Bitcoin mine would would ever. Uh, so it's like you don't just don't take the carnival cruise to Bermuda. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. The fact, I mean, the story with that is, has much more to do with like how bad we are at generating energy. Yeah. Um, the hurt, the Hearst building on, I think it's 53rd street and ninth Avenue. Um, anyway, up by Columbus circle, they, they, 
they generate. It's one of the. It's. I think it's a lead. I don't know if it's gold or platinum lead certified building, but they do generate energy. They they have these little like reactors or that. So as you're walking around the floor of that building, it's the one that's kind of like green. Like it's it's green and almost like angled at a weird way. It's almost like a bunch of opposing triangles. Uh, Very Buckminster Fuller. Yeah. God damn it, Seamus. Um, but the. Um, like essentially as you're walking, it presses down these like little Lego style things and it generates yeah. energy for the, for the building. Yeah. It's like a gigantic mechanical keyboard. Yeah. Um, do, I, I know a guy who was a uh, Bitcoin mining a couple years ago in Stytown cause electricity. Oh yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. But then they, I think they had to stop yeah. anyway. So that, that's, I, I, th- so that, that's, that Town deal is ridiculous. I remember going to John and Ian's apartment all the time, John and Ryan and Ian's apartment. And I would walk in there in July and it would just be like, an ice box. I was like, what is your, what is your electricity bill? This, like this, this is like a walking into a, a meat locker and they're like, Oh yeah, it's free inside town. I'm like, that's, that's one of the reasons why Tishman Spire is one of the dumbest real estate companies <laughs> in the history of all time. Um, um, but anyway, yeah, I think that like the, the, I think that there, there's sort of this divide. Yes. It's catching Bitcoin is catching on now, but the idea that like, it's this like fundamental, like, you know, th- this shared, the idea that it's a shared construct and that that, that, that that's a uh, flaw in it is to misunderstand what money is. Yeah. Like it can, it, it really, there's not that much stopping it from being the next flight to safety asset. And I think that a lot of the people that own it, most importantly, are very invested in that sort of in perpetuating that idea. So that, therefore, it's a stable asset. Right. To me. Well, that's, that's why. I and before you wrap up this topic, that's why I kind of not doubled down, but I just held on was because when I was talking to people about it, whoever told me to sell and whoever told me, and I was like, okay, just give me a compelling reason to sell. Like people, and these are people that are not completely business illiterate, and they're like, well, I just think it's it's a bubble. I'm like, why? Well, why do you think that? Like, and it's like, well, because it's gone up so fast. I'm like, okay, like, but that's. That's true. They're like, well, it's like tulips. I'm like, well, that's clearly not. Like, you can't compare this to like a 16th century like weird thing that happened. And yeah, other than the idea that okay, a certain thing went up a crazy price in a short amount of time. Um, and so then I was like, so then as I'm having these conversations with people, engage. I was always trying to engage people to be like, please convince, convince me otherwise, because I think I see the value in this. So please convince if you're an anti this. Like sell me on your case, and I, I'm I'm open to it. I'm not like granted. I'm probably a little bit biased to the idea that I I have some Bitcoin and want want it to do well. But at the same time, I'm just like, well, if if they can make a convincing and compelling argument for me to get rid of this, then uh, then I'll do it. But time and time again, none, no one either they try to do it and they use traditional kind of arguments where I'm like, okay, well, you clearly don't understand the technology or have not read enough about what's going on with Bitcoin. Or B, they're just like they just don't they just don't have a good reason. They just can't. They're just like, well, I just think it's just gone up too fast. I'm like, well, that's. Well, that, it, I think it, I would agree that it's in a it, it's it's arguably a bubble, but like, you know, you can have things that have that have value be bubbles. I mean, there's a housing bubble. You know, like a right. tulip bubble. The tulip bubble is a famous example, but the, it's a per, the reason it's so, it's so famous is because tulips have basically no value except right. for what I mean. It is purely a sort of thought experiment, you know. Um, yeah. But you can have stuff that that goes into bubble behavior, and I think that undoubtedly Bitcoin is in the sense that at least like a lot of dumb money is going in. People, kind of like me, honestly, who just you know like don't really have like a strategy. That's right. just like, yeah, this is a thing. You know, I'm gonna go see what it's see what's up with it. Right. You know, so I, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily fight the idea that it's a bubble, and it might correct. But I think that 
I definitely would want to be in it for the long term because I think that it can go way higher. And the fundamental reason is that I think that it bears, it just dovetails with too many other sort of world developmental concepts. Like the the, the monetary system that we have being overextended, us being overdue for a correction that's going to send everyone flying to to some secure asset. Um, You know, the underbanked in the developing world using a lot of mobile payments. You know, there's too many, too many institutional tailwinds for me to think like, oh yeah, this is just some, you know, to, for me to lump it in with like every fucking ICO, you know, or like the yeah. play kitties or, you know, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in cryptocurrencies, but I think that Bitcoin and especially Ethereum, which seems like actually like a, you know, company that sells a product basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, these are, these are real things. Yeah. And well, that's the thing though. It's like, well, people are talking about, yeah, well, anyone can just start their own cryptocurrency. And I'm like, yes, that's true. Like you are right. If you, with enough development knowledge and enough knowledge of like, you, you can start a cryptocurrency tomorrow. Like the, the technology is available for you to do it if you have the know-how. Um, but I'm just saying, well, that gives actually to me in my mind, that gives Bitcoin more value where it's like, well, Bitcoin has kind of this first mover and is a first use case where they have a legitimate community of people that are interested and invested in it. And a lot of people are different ideas about it. Whereas opposed to just like, if I, you know, we start the Brian and Lenny coin tomorrow, it's like, like what we would have to build a community around it and get people to understand what makes Brian and Lenny coins different than Bitcoin. And why, like, what would we use? It's, I mean, it's kind of like what happened with the Bcash, like the, uh, What's called the uh, Segwit? No, not Segwit. What was it when they Segwit two? Segwit yeah. two, yeah. When they when they split, yeah. so like into Bcash and Bitcoin, where it's like, well, you're you're clearly watching that fallout happen right now, and Bcash is worth significantly less than a Bitcoin. You know, it did really well at first, but that was also because there was a lot of miners that switched over, right? To it. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Okay, so uh, that good, was our, this is a good uh, bonus app. A little bonus bonus app, uh, and um, yeah. I mean, stay the hell out of cryptocurrencies because yeah. it's all a fraud. Yeah, it's, a, it's all a giant fraud. Buy tulips, everyone. Thanks, Rothschilds. Bye. <laughs> Bye.